Welcome back. It's hot. <laughs> Welcome to Intermission, a show about anything and everything band related, proving the band is fun. My name's Kim Shuttlesworth. And I'm Riaz Mohammed. In today's episode of Wet Bulb Woes, we'll talk about all things summer band and what's next for us. Okay, let's start. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Intermission Season 2. Deuces, right? mm. No. Aces? No, that's one and one. Okay, whatever. Yeah, it's Today's fun. episode entitled what? Wet Bulb Woes. We're going to discuss Summer Band. Uh, and how sad the sun makes me. Listen. Listen I'm, I'm so burnt. I'm Are so burnt. Burnt yeah. out or burnt? No, I'm not burnt out yet. Huh, Just good. burnt. Extra, extra crispy today. Well, well, we survived. It's our second, third day of school. Can we talk about what we're wearing right now? Yeah. So uh, I've always... Did you just count that on your hands? Yes. With fingers. Um, I have always, since teaching high school, I have always wanted a shirt that says check and adjust Mm -hmm. or some version of that in standby. And I don't know how many times I've said it to you and somehow not smart enough to figure out that I have the internet at my (laughs) hands (laughs) to go and Google this to buy a t-shirt. And then finally, you just pulled the trigger on it. And I ordered us one. So we are definitely twinning we're today. We're twins today. Check, adjust. And what's the last one? It says reset. Because we know that's what we do all the time. Yeah. Maybe we should sell these. With our faces on them. Please no. Come on. I your Mo shirt went real well. Yes, but I don't We're doing more. a second order of Mo shirts. If you'd like to purchase one out there, I'll send the link out. And we'll put it on our web page. Or you can email us, I guess. Oh yeah, and we'll get you we'll get it going for you. But our superintendent wants one, so I definitely have to do the reorder. Um Yeah. So Yay. let's get started. I know everyone's kinda we're kinda tired, but we're not. So talk to me about the rest of your summer really quickly. Um the rest of my summer was good. Um it was it was kinda quick, really, since the Midwest preview trip. Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember <laughs> all the things that I've done. Um, I I do know I went to see um, my fiance's parents in Georgia, so we did that for a couple days, and that that was really fun. Before immediately coming back to do TBA with the Wind Symphony and the Trombone Choir and the Trombone Choir, yeah, yeah, which was a lot of fun. Um, thanks to Perform America for putting that together for us, um, for well, for both sides, for for the kids and for me. Like Eddie Lopez put mm-hmm. put that together, the conducting symposium, and I did that, um, working with Larry Livingston and Robert Herrings, and talk about an entertaining clinic. It was an all day session, so <clears throat> um, we were in that hall for hours upon hours upon hours, and the kids handled it like champs. I thought, and by hour six, <laughs> they sounded really great. They still sound yeah, great. And yeah, you would think it'd be the opposite, but no, they were cranking along. It was fun. Yeah, that was a good little test run for us to start thinking about travel yeah. um, with Chicago. And then we talked about having some big trips coming up. Hopefully that's news coming soon um, about that situation um, for everyone. And then um, I obviously did TBA. I did mm-hmm. a lot of time 
doing like self things this summer. Um, just kind of resting as much as I could, spending time with my family, had some family things come up. And so I needed to be home and, um, just going to the gym and trying to live a healthier lifestyle. I think that's the number one thing that I really concentrated on was, especially coming into this year with so many different things that we have to go on. I put my health first finally, and it's been really great. Um, I've been able to work out a lot and kind of, I have better balance. I have better attention span. I have better focus. So I, I think that that's probably the best for me. I did a lot of reading, um, books and books on tape, listening to books on tape. Mm. I highly recommend the violin conspiracy. Oh, I don't know that one. Man is so good. I think I I saw something mm. about like say Lansford or someone had put it on Facebook that it was a good book to read or something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, I'll just put it on there and see totally worth it. But I actually like the audible because the voices change the character changes and stuff. I will say speaking of summer reading the wisdom of the bullfrog, that was a really good book. You're welcome. Thanks. It's great. It It was entertaining. Yeah, I think so. I think any person that's trying to be a leader or trying to understand the roles of leadership and how to lead an organization, I think that's a great book for yeah. them to to have. What else did I read? What's up there? Oh, Seven, Seven Deadly, Deadly Sins. Sins. I read yeah. that. That's great. Um, the Energy Bus was fantastic. Um, I Anyone that's leading a team and having to learn to delegate and trust, um, you need to probably read that book to help you understand how people work and then what how to use them or understand that maybe they're not the right fit. Yeah. You know, that's a hard one to talk about. But, yeah, that's true. Mm. So now let's talk about the whole summer band situation that we underwent. Actually, I thought our schedule this year, I, I think because of the Midwest thing, um, we've had to reevaluate some things. And the summer band schedule has been my favorite in the nine, eight, nine years that I've been doing this. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't as tasking because we only had a few of the three a days right and everything was spread out so i thought um as far as like longevity of the day and the week itself um it it was paced really well the kids seemed to keep up with it too and they were back that they came back the next day refreshed and energized because we do the fruit stand thing every hour in the morning blocks let's talk about that because a lot of people always ask me about the fruit stand yeah and um and then I've started sharing it with some of my friends, and they're starting to say, like, oh, it's a game changer for hydration. Oh, absolute Fruit stand's my favorite part of summer. <laughs> I get to take out the trash in the new golf cart. Yep. I do enjoy that. Um, so fruit stand was actually started, I learned it from my previous boss, Bruce, at James Bowie. When he went to James Bowie in 2001, it is very, I don't know if I've told you this, at his very first booster meeting. Um, Did he booster, bring that from South Carolina? He brought it from South Carolina, mm. actually from Lasseter, oh. Alfred Watkins. So he comes into Texas, and he says, "Um, so what do we do about hydration? And they're like, "Uh, we don't do anything. And Bruce said, and we don't have money to do this whole fruit thing that you're talking about. Like the boosters are very not having it. Adamant about it, uh, against it. it. Against it. So Bruce takes out a $100 bill from his wallet and says, there, there's your first two days of fruit. (laughs) Or three days of fruit, or whatever it was that he was doing. And so they went out and he bought the first hundred dollars of fruit for Bowie. And it just started that way. And so when I came on in 06, I saw all these fruit stands. I was like, what is going on? And he said, yeah, it's super fruits, 
carbs, electrolytes. Electrolytes. That's the key to staying hydrated and staying focused because when you're out in the heat, you lose all that salt, you lose all those electrolytes, you lose everything. So we replenish it. So every 45 minutes, I've taken it everywhere I've gone now. Every 45 minutes, we do fruit stand. Mm-hmm. For 15 minutes. For 15 minutes. Yep. And the and kids get to go sit in the shade mm-hmm. and hang out, have a little bit of fun. Um, those parents at Bowie, by the way, had that thing down to a science. Yeah, it only took about <laughs> six years. A long time. To get it really good, yeah. Um. My favorite part about fruit stand at Bowie, though, was the ginger snaps. Yeah. I might have to go buy myself a bag here. <laughs> if you have tummy upset, he always yes. got them. I just liked how he'd, like, skip rehearsal and go to Sprouts because it was down the street uh, next to Central Market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd come back and he's like, Kim, I got this deal. These were only a dollar a pound. And it was these of cherries. it's a deal. Yeah, everything was a deal. He wouldn't buy it if it wasn't a deal. And so he'd pick them up and he'd, you know, have these with the kids. Give these to the... And the parents are like, another fruit? Okay, Mm. great. But yeah, he'd do them and then he'd buy ginger snaps and he'd go around and talk to the kids and say, why aren't you marching good? Or, you know, here, eat this instead. Maybe this will make you march better. He'd always joke around with the kids and things like that. So, um, but uh, it is definitely beneficial. Well, talking about the process of fruit stand and like getting it started, um, what we ha- what we do is we have certain sections bring fruit for the day. Yeah, to save money yeah. for and everyone. We'll have parents stationed like in the shade. Just w- the kids bring. We ask the kids to bring it washed and cut up, so mm-hmm. it's literally just a symbol in styrofoam cups. And like we handle trash. The leadership are in charge of making sure that everybody picks up everything after every fruit break and it's it's been pretty solid this year yeah i thought they did a great job with it it's great and with all this excessive heat that we've had it's really been beneficial yeah let's get into how hot it is so we had those three days yeah but we couldn't go outside until really late so we did summer band for three weeks basically and of of all the evening blocks we've had, evening blocks start at six o'clock. We have only gotten to go outside at six o'clock one time, which was this Monday. Yeah, because it was cooler. Because that morning was like seventy three, and it feels like a really nice October morning. Yeah, but today the not high so is one hundred and six. Yeah, so let's talk about wet bulb because a lot of people around the state are still confused about it also a lot of people in the nation are like what is this wet wet bulb bulb stuff exactly (laughs) can we talk about how (laughs) we showed up to fine arts pd and we started talking about wet bulb and somebody in the room was like a bowl do you put a bowl of water out (laughs) yes it was just a funny moment And then, can we talk about Bulb? No. Yeah, let's break this story down really quick. So, uh, yours truly over here, we're in the car when his tire goes flat, obviously. He had a flat tire. And he finally, we're pulling out of the parking lot. And he's like, I don't know why, and I'm sitting in the car, obviously. I don't know why we have to talk about Bulb all second block. It's like three hours. I mean, we know that we can't be outside, basically. And so I'm We like, must be taking this really seriously. We must be taking this really <laughs> seriously is what he was. And I, I'm I just... An idiot. Let me stop you there. I'm just going to say it. I'm an idiot sometimes. So I was kind of like, huh? Like, I wasn't following because I'm not going to lie. I wasn't the best at paying attention. But 
because um, I had fallen <laughs> and like cracked my <laughs> knee open three days earlier. I'm not laughing at you. Yeah, he is. And so I was like concentrating on the pain, trying to not get it to be painful and stretching. But anyhow, so then we get back to PD and then start. And our, uh, Jerry says, tomorrow we're going to be working on Bulb, the digital platform for profiles. And Raise your hand if you felt like the stupidest person in the room at that moment. You can't see me, but my hand is definitely raised. <laughs> and I look over at him, and then I connect him to the other person that thought wet bulb was water in a bowl. And I said, y'all can go sit together. <laughs> because y'all... I should have been put in timeout at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that didn't go well. So anyhow, uh, this change came right before summer band started. Yeah about the index of the wet bulb and, you know, all these regulations from UIL of what you can do when you can do it and all this kind of stuff. So we have, our school district has an app that we use. and Perry Weather. Perry Weather, and it tells yeah. us exactly what's happening at our campus. And then we purchased um, a wet like bulb meter. Like a wet meter. bulb meter. Yeah. So we can just cross-reference <laughs> everything that's going. And so uh, this has been the summer band of flexibility, and I'm pretty sure this season will be the summer, uh, the season of flexibility. Yeah. Um, because we're just not quite sure what this weather is going to do and how it's going to play a part in the learning process of what we need mm -hmm. to get done. So um, I know myself and other people's chatted about it, and a lot of consensus was we've changed our practice schedule. The amount of times I got a text message, what are you guys doing about this wet bulb thing? Right. So we did change our schedule. practice schedule. Yeah. Um, we did talk to the parents about it, and we did address it from a safety concern um, and understood that this would put the kids out later at night. So we encouraged them to get their tutoring done before yep. practice now, to have dinner before practice now, because it starts at 6 now instead of 4.45. Um, and it's just something we worked with the administration on about building a plan. And then once the wet bulb and the weather start to settle, we'll just start moving back into our normal schedule. So it'll be really easy for mm -hmm. them um, to make the adjustment. To make the early. adjustment because it'll be earlier. Um, so we're hoping that that is helpful, but it, it has taught me about patience <laughs> and understanding. And I hope the staff, the staff, you know, the staff uh, text thread blows up like, can we go outside yet? Can we go outside yet? And I feel like mom, like, no. No, yeah. No, you may not go outside yet. Nope, we can't. And so I have to be really specific about what we're doing. And and what we've really done and has been very helpful in our rehearsal settings is discuss with the kids that we have no control over this. So the time that we get, we have to be Maximizing. really efficient. Yes. And I would say that I think the rehearsals have been significantly better than they were last year. Yeah. From <clears throat> a, I agree. and it could be the leadership team, not going to lie. Yeah, the leadership team this year is on fire. Yeah. They they have been great about follow through and setting expectations and procedures. So when we actually show up to rehearsal to execute things, it it just flies by really quickly right. because we're operating at just not maybe not a high efficiency level, but higher than we've had so far. I think some of them, those ones we only have an hour of time that we're outside for like an hour from like eight to nine that we were last yep. week. They're I just think cranking. that we got a lot done that we couldn't get done. And so now it's more like we're into school. We have to take into account that they have school. Have other now. things. They have other commitments. Responsibilities. Yeah. We're a portion of their life. We're not their whole life. And that, we, we made it an important thing to address at the beginning of summer band. 
Right. Because the quality of the summer band rehearsals had to, they have to like constantly stay engaged and just put in the work because once school starts, obviously everyone has other responsibilities that they have to take care of. And like, like you said, we understand that band is not the only thing in their life. Right. So let's talk about a little bit of the, um, my computer just died. Let's talk about a little bit of the adjustments that we made and that we will be making to our uh, rehearsal schedules in terms of educational thought curriculum yeah the curriculum side of it so when this our summer band schedule was a fairly decent like yeah. you said it was 7 to 11 was outside and that's when you know we stayed under the radar on the bulb and then we gave them a two-hour break for lunch, um, for lunch yeah. to get some rest and, and and get their body back um settled and then one to four was a music block where we worked on fundamentals for the first four days straight basically and then started digging into the show music which we really had only started the first the first movement and so we started the second second and third movements um and then when we had a night block since we could not go outside because of the meter we would have a music block right or we would do dance block and fundamental blocks inside a large gym or inside the indoor yeah. facility yeah. here at Capel. So we did make arrangements for it. And as soon as we could get out, we would get outside to just try to put all that stuff to work and make sure it could happen. Um, does it make us a little bit behind? Sure. Yeah. But um, even though we're working slower, I think we're still working smarter. We so make we're up getting, for it in the quality of the rehearsal. Yeah, we're yeah. trying to get the details done much faster. And so as we go now, because sometimes we go outside during class, but mm, we can't do that anymore. with the top with the top two groups because yeah. it's the middle of the day. So I've negotiated with athletics to have the indoor facility for a little bit. And I know not everyone can do that. So when we don't have indoor facilities, we'll go into splits of music. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's something we concentrate on. We just literally build an A and a B plan right now for when we project the bulbs to be right, weather, yeah. yeah. When we think it's going to go down, we have the main schedule. When it doesn't go down, we have the adjusted schedule, and so it's just something that they know is just going to happen. And this is how we just we manage our time. Flexibility is key, yeah. especially for this first month. I, right. w- I would hope that in September, you know, the weather starts to kind of readjust and not become as intense. Yeah. Let's talk about now as we're into school, kind of what our weekly plans and goals are for our for each of our classes, because they are different yeah. for every group right now, just because of the added stuff to the top group. Yeah. So our first periods, first and fifth, we're on block scheduling and we alternate every other day. Um, our first and fifth periods, our JV band has that built in. So they rehearse Wednesday, Thursday and Friday mornings uh, right now. Um, so they'll do their rehearsal at like 745, eight o'clock into first period. Mm-hmm. And then the shuttles will take those kids back to the ninth grade campus or new tech, wherever they need to go. Um, so that's what that looks like for them. For second period, we have the third and fourth bands, which are the part of the varsity group. Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth bands have some of the alternates in them too. Um, so if, if and when we get to go outside, we'll we'll go outside. Um, and then third third and seventh periods are our top two groups, which is also the varsity. And then the last periods of the day is percussion. Um, and what the week looks like is on Mondays, 
we'll typically do some marching related things either inside or outside underneath the trees. Um, Typically Tuesday and Thursdays we'll go outside to the field. Um, Wednesdays are region band days and Fridays are just prep. It's game day. Um, Well, Mondays we typically learn the tunes. Yeah, we'll start. Monday's a music day. Yeah, and with, with the younger bands, it it'll take me most of the week because I'll get, I'll try to get what I can done on Monday and then maybe hit it five to seven minutes every day after that, just to detail it and clean it up. But now we have three different curriculum things going. There's marching band now Midwest mm-hmm. and region band. Right. So mine's, my schedule's yours a little bit for different. the top band will be different. So on Mondays is Midwest Monday. Yeah. So every Monday we'll have concert band right now. Um, and then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we'll do visual um, in the indoor, indoor, or we'll do choreography yeah. in the band hall or across the floors in the band hall. We'll find a place to be able to do it. And then Wednesday is region band day, and we'll talk about what we're doing on region band days now in just a second. And then Thursday, same thing as Tuesday, and then Friday is game day ready. So the, the, the Wind Symphony group has to learn all that extra music on their own um but they want to do that i mean that that's just something that they're capable of doing and i'm very that's very fortunate for us so that's what it is right now and then in september uh those wind symphony kids start sectionals at 7 30 in the morning because wednesday's the only day they don't have marching band Mm -hmm. and so they start sectionals but it's not all of them it's just they're they only come once every three weeks so like a section like flutes and horns are one week you know, double reeds and bass clarinets with trombones or trumpet that, you know, they all alternate a little bit. And so we're not trying to totally exhaust them uh, until we get to November. And then we have to start hitting it really, really hard on the Midwest stuff. But we are going to try to have those sectionals once a week just to, you know, start digging in and really get everything situated for what we need. So let's talk about, but that's like when we do Midwest, the second group does... Marching band, marching band music in another room mm-hmm. or space that we can find. If we go, if we can go outside, we'll go outside underneath the trees and find right. that. If it's if it's cool, so yeah. we're just trying to make it to where we find balance in the days because there's just a ton that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's talk about what Wednesdays. we decided on Wednesdays. That at least with the top two groups, what are we doing? Yeah. So um, on Wednesdays, we've divided the kids essentially into five minute time slots. Um, every Wednesday. So once every three weeks, we'll see each kid um, and just sit, listen, and assess their region band etudes. Um, For me, yesterday what I did was they come in, I ask them two questions. The first two things are, what are you playing and what is your tempo? Let's talk about a couple of those things really quick. The second one. Let's talk about the second question first. What is your tempo? So remember when I had this conversation... When I said a day without practicing with a metronome is a day wasted. Wasted, yes. Right? So because I learned when I was trying during summer band that my trumpet section doesn't. (laughs) God, it's the trumpet section again. (laughs) But they've been doing so much better. I will say that. But they do not like practicing with a metronome. No, it's not just trumpets. Some, I mean, other people don't like practicing with the metronome either. So when they come in, like, how many of yours were like, um, it's somewhere it's between. It's kind of here. It's kind of here. So I go, put it on. Oh, see, <laughs> I would clock them. And I was like, so what, what tempo do you think you're going? Uh, 82. False. 
126. Did you make them play with the mat? Yes, after the fact. Because we got maybe four or five bars in. I was like, no, no, we're stop here. I didn't even let them do that. Mm. I said, you turn that mat on and we go. And then one kid comes in and the mat turns on. <laughs> and he starts to play. And then, you know, some darker notes happen, you know, with more bar uh, ledger lines or, yeah. and then more stems, right? And gets about four notes in and says, can I switch my etude? <laughs> so we go to switch the etude. What's your tempo here? Um, I think I think it's okay. Put it on. N- that's not your tempo. Mm-hmm. I, and all I said was, get out of my office. Oh, yeah. So children, if you're listening, when you come to take listenings with us. Do not forget a met. You better give me a number. Right, and you better know that you can play it at that number. Exactly, exactly. Um, But anyway, yeah, so uh, they get five minutes with us on a Wednesday. It's just a quick check, or um, like I said, I ask them what this is, however you want to use this time, I'll do whatever you need. Um, So they'll either sit there and play the entire etude, and I give them some quick feedback things, or they'll sit there and play a short phrase and... I give them like a little practice plan and I'm taking notes the entire time. So when I see them three weeks later, because that's how many kids it takes um, to fill the time slot. When I see them three weeks later, uh, we'll go back and maybe revisit it. I haven't thought that through yet, but I'll figure it out. So what do you what do you what do you think is the best advice you're giving them right now? Um, Play with a metronome. It has to line up vertically. Okay, a lot of mine had that didn't have that issue. Mm. Obviously. So most of my stuff was they were going too fast. Yeah, well, like they yes. just want to go too fast too soon. Yeah, so yeah. I think, so anyone out there that's like, how do I get my kids slow to be more successful in the region band process? You know, slow. And I, I have to give credit to our private lesson staff too, because they monsters, they have mandates yes. on how fast they can come, how fast they can play, you know? And even, it doesn't matter if you're the best person on the instrument. You Everyone's still going have to play it. Equals 12. Yeah, you're going really <laughs> slow. So I had uh, two students come in, and I have to give props to our saxophone teacher because she's very, oh yes, very sticky about this. And he comes in and he plays, and it's it's dirty, and it's too it's faster because I had a saxophone before it. Yeah. And I all I said was, um, "Does Miss Springer let you play it this fast in your lesson?" And he was like, "Um." No. I was like, okay, so let's go back to the Springer uh, way. Uh, uh, uh. And then it was so much better. Yeah. You know, go slow. It The the kids hate it. They hate that we make you go slow because they want to speed through everything in life, including the region band etudes. Yes. But if they do that, you can start talking and address the articulation, mm-hmm. the roundness of the sound, the consistency of the articulation. Tone. The dynamics, all of the basic, you know, fundamentals that we do. Yes. I think that's the best way to get them going. And so I, most of my advice to the kids was, you do not change the tempo for two weeks Hmm. and see what happens. And then change it by four. And then do that for 10 days. Why four? Because it's just enough. Like two, you will, it'll feel like you're rushing the mat because you're so consistent, the two but low. So I go to four because you can feel the slightest bit of change. Mm-hmm. So I always say go by four for now. Um, and so we'll see what they do with it and get it going. 
So I think that's how we're going to work that. And I, I, you're better than me. I did not take notes. I just sat there and I said, this needs to be better. Or a lot of kids were like, how do I practice this? So teaching yeah. kids how to, how, how to break it down and practice it. And so I will go back now and I'll take all the etudes and I'll create, like I do for us for 3-7, I'll create the chunks. And then once we get into more and more of this, I'll say, I want to hear this chunk at this tempo for the next time. So everyone gets a free round for now. So the next time that they come in and see me, I'll have the chunks ready yeah. and say, this is what I want to hear the next time. You know, and trying to get them together. And so before region band, we see them at least at least four times that way in the five minute increments. Yeah. But I obviously will set up more sessions because we won't have as much stuff before and after school where they'll come in and play and get it done. With the younger kids in the third and fourth bands, I haven't really figured out what I want to do um, as far as like how I want to move forward. So they're, they had like an independent practice time, but I think next Wednesday, I just want to take them through like a quick little seminar of how to practice. You should build that 30 minute practice, practice pan. Pa- what? Excuse me? Practice pan? No. Practice plan. Plan. Oh, plan. Okay. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> practice plan yeah. that we always put on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, of This is what I would do if I had 30 minutes to practice. This is what I do if I only have 15 minutes to practice. Yeah. But, because I, I think, you know, and we can talk about practice records another time. Till the, um, till the what's the phrase? The cows come home? I... Um, I'm not the biggest believer in them because we're equating forcing time yes. when some people could get it done in less time. Correct. You know, anyhow, that's a discussion. I know it's a big thing in middle school for sure. Props to those guys for doing it. I know it has its way, but like here, I, I want them to be more efficient and detailed in the time that they have. And some of them are going to only have 15 minutes for the day. So how can they do that? Mm-hmm. But other people are going to have an hour and a half. So I think it just varies. So I write out for my students an hour and a half plan, an hour plan, a 30-minute plan, 15. oh, 45, and a 15. And I, I send that out to them so they know exactly how they can practice and what they can practice to make their time more efficient. Because if they have an hour and a half one day, they may not have it the next day. Mm-hmm. So they may need to do 15 minutes the next day or whatever. So there's variable in it trying to get them – um, to a place where they feel really confident for those first auditions. Uh, and with those kids, the first thing I told them was just hack at it and work your way through it. Like you have to learn it right now. Because a lot of the times when I, like last year, when I did listen to them, I went back to, you need to work on these scales. You need to work on right. just, just the basic fundamental things. You need to work on your lip slurs. You need to work on your register slurs, things like that. Right. So that's kind of what we're doing. That's how we're molding the next couple months of, yep. of what we're trying to put together. I would like to point out um, the fun stuff that we're doing right now. <laughs> so as we're, well, it started a couple of days ago. We went to the uh, one of the front office suites and we walked in and they oh, had and this. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. yeah. They had this giant coloring poster um, on the wall. And I immediately, I looked at it and I was like, hold on, we have a crossword. We don't have this. And I said, let's do it. Yeah. So I ordered three. Three of them, a pack of three. Uh, you ordered that a couple of days ago and you walked in. You didn't even say anything. You started opening up the package. And I was like, what are you doing? And then we I put one I said something up. stupid though, because we started cackling. 
about transcriptions. That's another story. Oh, that's right. Um, So we put one up in our our office, which is the assistant suite. And since you had three more, we put up an aquarium one uh, in your office. Because I want to be able to look at the fish when I'm tired. Or when you're screaming at the children for not putting their feet in time. That's true. (laughs) So immediately the kids saw us putting it up. Yeah. This was right before school. Can we color? And so we've had kids in here all day. And as we're sitting here recording this, I'm watching two kids. They're like quiet as mice. (laughs) Yeah. Just at work, I'm looking at a a green and purple whale right now. Right. And there's a a purple and pink one. And then I think... that's the, a dolphin. The rag is not. Is that not called? It's not called ragweed. What is it called? Seaweed. <laughs> ragweed is the pollen, right? Yes. Sometimes I. Sometimes I don't know what to do with you, and I know I do stupid things. <laughs> but some of the things that come out of your mouth. Listen, I think as you like, get older, the filter stops. <laughs> The filter starts to loosen up a little bit. Anyway, so that's our process of having fun right now. Um, Is coloring and stress-free because the kids need it. So we're going to put one out for the kids, too. On the whiteboard. So they can color. Just because. Well, because why not? Exactly. It's better than them being destructive. It's true. (laughs) It gives them something to occupy their free time. It's true. And they're very creative. Like, I've never seen a pink turtle before, but we got one. With a teal and green shell. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, maybe it's the show. Or, it's the oh. show turtle. She... Okay, well, thanks, guys, for <laughs> uh, tuning in today. Hopefully, we had some good information to share with you. And if we not... hope that you have a great start to the year. Yes. Those of you who are just starting. Um, happy first days of school, everybody. And if you've been going for a while. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> we're out. Bye.